You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this show, we'll be talking about the transferring of Austin Kendall. He's already visited Auburn. West Virginia's in the mix. And why I, if I am him, I choose to go to Morgantown. And that is my first choice. That is my only choice. If I had that opportunity in front of me, if I'm Austin Kendall, I'm all over it. I'll tell you why. Plus, Kyler Murray made his decision yesterday to go into the NFL draft. And we'll get into why Kyler Murray needs to commit. Choose Major League Baseball or choose the NFL. A lot of people giving Kyler Murray advice. If you haven't heard what Deion Sanders had to say about it, I'll fill you in on that coming up in just a moment. Segment number two, we're still waiting for Jalen Hurts to make his decision. Again, at the recording and maybe at the publishing of this podcast, Jalen Hurts had not decided whether he's going to OU or Miami or wherever he's going to be. But why I'm going to liken it to, and I'll probably be complete, I'll just tell you up front, I'll probably be completely on wrong on this. Well, I'll liken it to a little bit like NBA and Major League Baseball free agency. Because in NBA and Major League Baseball free agency, you generally need that first domino to fall. That one guy to sign so it sits the mark for everybody else and they know where to go. So I'll kind of explain that knowing that I could be completely off my rocker on that. And then finally today we'll have a little fun talking about Clemson's visit to the White House. And I'll be honest, straight up, this is not a political commentary. I don't like what President Trump did. Um, simply because when I was in college, all I did was eat fast food, which if you look at me now, I'm still feeling the effects of it. And man, I still love a Big Mac. Like right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm salivating at the idea of going to McDonald's and crushing a couple of Big Macs. And you do that during the podcast. It might even make it more entertaining. But I think it's kind of cheap what he did. And I'll tell you what I would have done if I was President Trump and what I think other presidents would have done based on where they were from. Like, I will give you what I think George W. Bush and Lyndon B. Johnson would have done, what Kennedy, I'll only go as far back as Kennedy. Uh, What I think Reagan would have done, Nixon to me might be the most interesting one. Being from, what what do you do if you're from California? Is it a fruit salad? No, not where Nixon's from, but I'll tell you what he would have done. This is the Locked on Suitors podcast. I'm Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I'm a credential member of the media. I've covered OU football and basketball now for around five years or so. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, there's an easy way to get it. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes. You can rate us five stars if you think we're worth it. You can subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com. But the easiest way to get this is just go to your smart speaker and say, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners podcast, or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners podcast. And there it is, no fuss, no muss, the smart speaker, the easiest, best way to go for any podcast in the Locked On Podcast Network. Austin Kendall visited Auburn this weekend and tweeted out pictures of it. And he is set to visit West Virginia or is visiting West Virginia, depending on what message board you've already looked at. And if I'm Austin Kendall and there is an opportunity to go to Morgantown, 
then you need to jump all over it. You need to go ahead and go to Morgantown and play for West Virginia if for no other reason. It's the same thing Baker Mayfield did when he left Texas Tech to go to OU and I am all about showing your former employer what your worth was and if you feel like you were undervalued, getting the opportunity to show that person why they undervalued you and should have stuck with you. The opportunity to play against Oklahoma and prove to Lincoln Riley that all along you should have been the starting quarterback. That you shouldn't have looked for Jalen Hurts. You shouldn't have gone with Kyler Murray. It should have been me. Even though I think even even though I think you're Austin Kendall, you'd, you'd have a hard time justifying to yourself that you should have been starting over Kyler Murray, who is a Heisman winner, or Baker Mayfield, who is also a Heisman winner. But, hey, every athlete's got to have ego, and you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't think you are better than the guy in front of you. Even if it's not true, you still have to have that mentality that you're better than them, and you've got to show it on a day-to-day basis. And supposedly, Austin Kendall... And Kyler Murray had a really tight battle to decide who the quarterback was in in fall camp, and Kyler just edged him out. I have a hard time believing that after what I saw on the field with Kyler Murray, and and me thinking that if I'm the if I have the number one pick overall in the NFL draft, that's the guy I'm taking. But what I would do if I was Austin Kendall is I would go to Morgantown just to, just. Just the thought of beating Lincoln Riley would, would mean too much to me as Austin Kendall. But then I'm a guy that's hell-bent on revenge. And anytime I can get revenge, I take advantage of it. It's not one of my better characteristics. And I don't sit here and, and say that everybody needs to have that mentality or I'm even proud of that mentality. In fact, I'm kind of ashamed of it because it's really not healthy to hang on to things for so long, especially when it's hard to let certain things go. But... We don't get the opportunity that a lot of athletes get, which is to show the people how much we should mean to them. Okay, we don't get to do it with former employers. We don't get to do it with former girlfriends, Uh, which, hey, if you're ever in a position, don't ever invite your ex to the wedding. I learned that really from how I met your mother because I never really had an ex. They to my wife since high school. But it's just that it's that innate... It's that innate thing that we have inside us that I'm struggling to find a word for where we want to show somebody who we feel wronged us that we are doing better without them. And this is Austin Kendall's million-dollar opportunity to do that by going to West Virginia versus going to someplace like Auburn. Now, truthfully, if if you're being completely honest with yourself and Austin Kendall, you want to go to the place that gives you an opportunity to play right away. You want to go to the place that gives you the best place to show your skills, gives you an opportunity to win, and set yourself up to play in the NFL. And and if Auburn checks off all those boxes more than West Virginia, you do have to put revenge in the rearview mirror. Plus, you've got Tate Martell from Ohio State, who's also visiting West Virginia and in the running. And Tate Martell is also interested in Miami, which makes things interesting when it comes to Jalen Hurts. So there is so much going on with this transfer portal and with college football's second signing day and this new recruiting season that it's making things a lot of fun to talk about. I mean, It's given us a whole new level of college football that wasn't there before and just keeps feeding our interest to, to the point of 
We can't stay off social media. We can't stay off the message boards. We're following everybody who follows recruiting. We want to know up to the minute where these guys are going. And for me, since I know these people better than I know high school kids, because I don't get a chance to go watch a whole lot of high school football. And unfortunately, because I'm working two different jobs besides this one, I don't get an opportunity to watch near as much high school film. So I am not the recruiting guru and I don't make myself out to be the recruiting guru that some are. But I know what Austin Kendall does because I watched him at his time at OU. I know what Jalen Hurts does. I know a little bit about Tate Martell because I've read up on him. And to me, this is much more fascinating to see where these guys line up and, and what the domino effect is for college football than it is watching some five-star kid like Spencer Rattler, whom I think is going to be good, but don't 100% know that he's going to be good, coming into Oklahoma. Kyler Murray chooses to go to the NFL. I want to give R.J. Young uh, from 24-7 some credit for for something that he said. And and I think he's, he's dead on on this, is that Kyler Murray can affect baseball the way that Tiger Woods affected golf, meaning that younger African Americans who just have no interest in baseball anymore. And they have no interest in baseball for a lot of reasons. One, um, they're just not playing it as much. And and they don't see African-Americans playing baseball. But maybe if you see a guy like Kyler Murray, who is the Heisman winner, who is really good at football, succeed at baseball, it makes you interested. But also, I think there's the socioeconomic thing that goes along with baseball. And that is a 30-minute discussion in and of itself. And I think that that he's probably dead on on this, that, that it could spark more young African-American kids to to get into the sport and watch the sport. Still think the pacing of the sport um, for today's youth overall, regardless of socioeconomic, ethnic background, with everybody tied to their smartphones, is is a very difficult sell. But more importantly, when it comes to Kyler Murray, he needs to make the commitment. And I know that the door is open for him to go back to the Oakland A's, but if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL, you've got to commit to this because it is the most complex sport that you can play. It requires the most time in the film room. It requires the most time studying because it's ever-evolving. Defenses are always changing. There are guys here on defense that can match your skill set that you didn't see in college, plus Deion Sanders had a great point. When you're the leader of the team, you've got to show everybody that you're all in and committed. And anything less than that, people aren't going to buy in and you're just sitting yourself and your teammates up for failure. So you can't do that. Plus, I also agree with Deion Sanders that if I was Kyler Murray, I would have picked up the baseball bat and never looked back. But this is his choice. And football is his first love. And for him, he's making the right choice, but you have to be all in on it. And if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, if I have the number one pick overall, I am taking Kyler Murray because what I see out of this guy is that he can be a game changer. Size be damned, and the risk that goes along with that be damned as well. I want Kyler Murray in because he is so dynamic. He seems committed. He seems passionate about it, which we we overuse that word way too much in this society. But he checks off all the boxes for me. So I'm taking him number one overall. Even if I think Dwayne Haskins might be skill set-wise, height-wise, size-wise better than him, 
Kyler Murray has just proven to me that he's a winner. And that's not to say that Haskins isn't, but this is my guy and I'm going to ride or die with him if I'm Cliff Kingsbury or anybody else because I know ultimately he's going to give me my all. And I'd rather have my wagon attached to him than just about anybody else. But call me biased because I spent a year watching this kid and I guess there's no chance of him coming back to OU, which is which is kind of a bummer. But hey, if, if OU can get Jalen Hurts, then hey, it, it's all good, right? This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. Coming up next, we'll talk about that Jalen Hurts move. When can we expect Jalen Hurts to make a decision? And what is the ultimate effect from Jalen Hurts doing what he's doing? Tate Martell, Austin Ken, all those guys coming up next on LOS. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am Eric G, and I thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And I would love it if you would do so on your smart speaker by going to Alexa and say, Alexa, play the Locked On Sooners podcast. Or, hey, Google, play the Locked On Sooners podcast. You can subscribe by going to LockedOnPodcast.com, and that's pretty cool. Or even iTunes, and that's cool as well because that comes right to your inbox and it's delivered to you every day. But... Hey, however you're consuming this, I'm happy how you're consuming it. And also, send me your feedback on Sooner Maven, uh, collegesportsmaven.io slash Oklahoma. That's collegesportsmaven.io slash Oklahoma. Let me know what you think of the podcast, things you'd like to see improved on that website with this podcast, and I will do my best to make those happen. I have ideas. I just haven't put them necessarily into focus yet, or I haven't just put them on the podcast yet. But any ideas, look, man, I'm, I'm willing to, uh, to take suggestions. So let's talk about Jalen Hurts, who still has yet to make a decision. And it's really funny watching all the scrolls on Twitter because Maryland, I don't know where Maryland fan is. Where is Maryland fan? Maryland fan who cheered Jalen Hurts when he showed up to a basketball game. Where are you on Twitter? You should be in this argument as well. You should be selling the Big Ten in your school because right now all I see on Twitter are Miami fans and OU fans going back back and forth about which city's better, which program's better, who who gives Jalen Hurts the best chance to win right now. And hey, we all know it's Oklahoma. Oh man, Miami's pretty cool too. But um, when is all this going to take place? Now, what I wanted to liken this to and I'm not 100% certain that I'm right in this, but I'm going to go ahead with this opinion anyway, is that Jalen Hurts is that first domino, much like NBA or Major League Baseball free agency. You don't really see this as much in the NFL, but in Major League Baseball and NBA, you need some, in Major League Baseball, you need someone generally to set price for specific positions. You need someone to, 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 one, sit the price, see what they're getting, 
So you as an agent can then judge what to get your client. But also, once you've got a big name like Manny Machado, although it really hadn't kind of happened this way this year because Manny Machado and, and Bryce Harper have taken so long to decide where they're going to play. But normally that big free agent goes first and then everybody else follows around them. All the dominoes start to fall into place because everybody has a plan of, say, wanting to get LeBron James. There's four or five people out there, and I know I'm switching sports. You want to get LeBron James. You've got a plan to get him. But if you don't, then there are all these other guys on backup that you're going to go out and get. You're just waiting to see where LeBron goes. And most of the time, those guys wait to see where LeBron goes unless they go to a team that knows that they had no chance of getting LeBron. And that may be what really happens here with this transfer portal and with guys like Austin Kendall and and guys like Tate Martell is that they're not going to sit around and wait for Jalen Hurts. Let's just say Tate Martell wants to go to Miami. And that's the place where he is really got his heart set on. Well, if you're Manny Diaz, are you going to hotbox Jalen Hurts to the point where you force him to be uncomfortable and make a decision? Or are you going to call Jalen Hurts and say, look, I Tate wants to come. He's committed. I'm going to go ahead and sign him. Good luck. And that's what I would do if I was Manny Diaz. I'd, I'd rather go ahead and have the sure thing than wait for then wait for Jalen Hurts to turn me down and then Tate Martell have already signed with West Virginia. Uh, if, if you sort of catch my drift, I kind of feel like I'm all over the place on this one because if I'm Tate Martell and I want to go to Miami and they tell me, well, we're waiting on Jalen, then screw you. <laughs> okay, hey, thanks for your interest, but I'm going to West Virginia because they were second on my list. And that may be what happens with Austin Kendall, and it may be what what happens with Martell, is that they just decide, look, I got an offer. I don't want to sit around and wait for you. And Hertz is the one guy in this whole, in this whole conversation who can let things play out. And obviously, because he hasn't made his decision yet, or at the time that I'm talking about this, tells me that this decision's a little tougher for him than he initially thought. I believe that there's probably some some loyalty there to Mike Loxley, but he knows that going to Maryland, you're going to have a very tough time winning in the Big Ten. And even though you're only there a year with Mike Loxley and certainly aren't going to be there as he goes through all his trials and tribulations, do you want to spend your last year playing for a team that might just barely make it to a bowl game or might not make it to a bowl game at all, and it's a program that's had a lot of issues. Do you want to go to Miami, which should be... I mean, if you're asking me about Miami, they should be a hell of a lot further along than what they are right now. Um, I thought Mark Rick was going to be fabulous at that school. Boy, was I wrong. Um, he did an okay job, but not not near as good a job as I thought he was going to do. And I don't like Manny Diaz. Um, taking that job. So how are you feeling about that? Auburn, probably out of the question because in your gut, no matter where you go, you're going to be a Bama guy. So you can't go there. So really, to me, it comes down to OU is kind of your only choice because you're going to win right now. You're going to have an opportunity to go to the college football playoff. You may have an opportunity to play Alabama again which you would if you were going to Auburn as well. That would be guaranteed. But you may have an opportunity to play Alabama again on the big stage. So, oh, you. It all sits up for you. Plus, you're working with a quarterback guru in Lincoln Riley. It just makes so much sense. And 
I think once he decides maybe we see some dominoes, but who knows, maybe guys get a little antsy, because I know I can get antsy, and maybe they just decide they're going to go where they go, and it limits his opportunities. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, why the president? Why did you have to go so cheap? I'll tell you what I think other presidents would have done. Coming up next. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us today. We have another episode of Locked On Thunder we have published as well. Please check that out at LockedOnPodcast.com. Also, just go to Alexa and say, Alexa, play Locked On Thunder podcast. Or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners podcast. Hey, Google, play Locked On Thunder podcast. Hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners podcast. And it's all right there. I think it's very cool. I love smart speakers. Um, They've made our lives so convenient. Now, I still will tell you that I'm so nostalgic that nothing turns me on more (laughs) at home than seeing one of those old radios from like the 30 or 40, like the the, the old AM stand-up radios that everybody used to crowd around. And I still love record players, not stereos, record players. The all-in-one encompassing that that was mono, that you went and you you kind of opened it up like an old Victrola. Yeah, oh no, I still love those. I would love to get my hands on one. Everything else I'm, I'm finding is kind of cheap. But yeah, I, I need to invest in a turntable with all the uh, the vinyl I have. So if you have one for sale, uh, contact me at Sooner Maven or at Locked On Sooners and I may just be buying for you. All right, digressing here to talk about the president and Clemson's visit to the White House. Dude, Donald Trump went cheap. And I'm not saying this because I dislike Donald Trump at all. Um, I'm pretty objective about Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, I think he's been one of our more successful presidents in in recent history based on promises and what's delivered. But again, other conversation for another day. And I am very sensitive to bringing up political topics because I do think as a society, we've gotten very sensitive about politics where you can't criticize a person somebody voted for because then they take it personally. I'm not that way. I mean, I don't really care if you criticize who I voted for because I don't look at it as a reflection on me because you're not criticizing me. You're criticizing the person running that office. And I think it's the most American thing you can do. But enough of my soapbox. What this is really about is the fact that Donald Trump is a billionaire from New York. And instead of giving college kids who have access to fast food all the time, I guarantee if you go on Clemson's campus and you go into their student union, you're going to find every, every fast food restaurant you, you ordered there, every, they're going to have access to in their student union. I know I did when I went to OU. There was, there was no fast food restaurant um, that, that I could get my hands on, and it's what I ate my entire time in college, and I'm still recovering from all that. But you are a billionaire from New York, and you couldn't get Carnegie Deli to cater? You're in Washington, D.C., and you're telling me there wasn't a restaurant you could have gone to, forked out some money and say, hey, these kids will never get an opportunity to eat this again unless they go to the NFL and they're on a trip to play the Redskins, or they're playing for the Redskins, let's give them a real treat. Let's give them something to really remember. Now, granted, 
I gotta say, eating Big Macs, which I absolutely love, and Whoppers and Famous Star... I mean, look, there's not a fast food burger I don't love. Um, there is something kind of memorable about that. And, and I'll, I'll give you that. There is something about eating fast food at the White House with the president that is an experience that the majority of us are never going to get and you're going to be able to talk about forever. And, and, and I will say that that has something to it. However... If I'm hosting, I want to give you something that you can't get anywhere else. We always talk about that on radio. So I thought, you know, hey, if it's Obama being from Chicago, you're going to get Chicago-style hot dogs. Because you don't know that these kids ever had access to them. If it's LBJ and George W. Bush, you got to do Texas-style cookout, right? And you, because you're a Texan, G-Dub or LBJ, you got to be on that grill. You have to. That is Guy Code 101, you're the host, you're doing the grill, you got to be on that grill. Clinton, okay, let's face it, Clinton would have done exactly what Trump did. He would have got fast food. We all know Clinton's affinity for it. Um, George H.W. Bush, being from Connecticut, you're probably looking at seafood, the same with Kennedy's, and you're going to have that imported from Nantucket. Reagan would have been prime rib. It It had to be prime rib when it's Reagan, right? There's no way it could have been anything else. Ford... I'm thinking Ford would have gone the beef route, some sort of beef, some sort of steak. Michigan man, big Michigan man, former football player. He would have thought football players want a beef. Carter Southern. Carter could have been awesome because Carter, you could have had like chicken and waffles. Could have had some shrimp and grits if you were Carter, him being from, from Georgia and all. And uh, what did I say? Who am I missing out? Who have I missed out? Um, we're going to GH. I'm trying to do all the ones that was a lot that <laughs> been alive. Nixon. I think Nixon. Nixon being from California. I'm thinking. You know, your Belinda. You're probably thinking. You know, fruit salad. Whatever. Nah. Nixon was a state guy. So it's got to be representative of you. And if I'm from New York, look, man, I would take great pride in being from New York, just as much as I do from Oklahoma. I'm president, dude. We're getting cattlemen's to freaking cater that dinner. You're going to have cattlemen's steak. I'm going to find a way to get it here and have them make the dressing and everything else because it's an experience that you've got to have. If I'm from New York, I take great pride in my delis. I take great pride in my pizza. And that's what's going to (laughs) happen. That's what I'm gonna serve you New I'm gonna serve you the best New York pizza I can find and I'm gonna serve you Carnegie Deli and I'm just hey, that's me. I take great pride in it. You come over to my house, I'm I'm smoking you some ribs, some brisket, whatever in the electric smoker, which hey, if you wanna come over sometime, just let me know. I'll be more than glad to, to uh, throw something in the smoker, let it sit for twelve hours and uh, we'll have a good old time. You bring the beer. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. That wraps things up today. We will be back tomorrow. Maybe Jalen Hurts will have a decision. Maybe he won't. And maybe we'll find other angles on it. Um, And we'll certainly talk about the OU basketball game with Kansas State, uh, which is coming up tomorrow. And Christian Doolittle. um, How much that guy has come alive and what ultimately is his future. It's all right here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. You are Locked On Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.